You know those people who, they just show up when things are bad? You know, these are the fudsters. I told you so, people. They were too scared to invest. They hadn't done the research yet. Like, let's be fair. They just hadn't put in the work. And you did. And they spent a year questioning themselves while prices were up. I should have bought at 10K. I should have bought at 20K. They want you to feel the way that they felt for this past year while they were watching their bad decision take over. Welcome to the BitLift Podcast, where we don't just stack crypto, we use it. I'm Gerbs, founder of BitLift, and I've been using crypto every single day since 2013. And to hodl through all this for almost eight years now, I've had to survive some pretty dark days in crypto land, which you may be experiencing right now for the first time. So today, I thought I'd share a bit about my experiences surviving downturns, hodling through winters, and building my shield of conviction. You can read my notes on this episode and browse links and guides from all the past episodes at bitlift.com slash podcast. The hosts and guests of the BitLift podcast are not registered financial advisors. The thoughts and strategies discussed are simply personal opinions and should not be treated as financial advice or recommendation to make a particular investment. This show is for informational and entertainment purposes only. So prices are down. Everyone's portfolio is taking a hit. Even the stock market's taking a hit. In crypto, we never got our blow off top that we were hoping for. It's kind of feeling a little like winter. I've been talking about how winter is coming, and everyone wants to know, is winter here? Is this winter? You know, winter lasts for two years, three years, and it's only been a couple of months, so can we even call this winter? What we can call this is it's not bullish. Things are not bullish right now. In fact, there's a very anxious and kind of depressing undertone. That same energy that pumps us up when things are riding high. It becomes this toxic anxiety and FUD when the prices fall. And FUD is fear, uncertainty, and doubt. FUD is dangerous, man. It makes people do crazy things. You know those people who, they just show up when things are bad? They've been hiding when things were good, but then when things are bad, they're all coming out of the woodworks, reporting on all the negativity that's going on. You know, these are the FUDsters. These are the I told you so people. They were too scared to invest when you did, when, when you were early. They were too scared. And, you know, better yet, they hadn't done the research yet like you did. Like, let's be fair. They just hadn't put in the work, and you did. And they spent a year questioning themselves while prices were up. You know, they were the people who said, man, I should have bought at 10K. I should have bought at 20K. I was about to. My finger was on the trigger, and I didn't do it. So when prices start to fall... It reinforces their laziness and their bad decisions and their poor decisions. You know, you spent a year talking about how awesome crypto is and how it's the future. And now it's their chance to sort of stick it in your face and prove to you that, no, 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 they were right, not you. And they want want you to feel the way that they felt for this past year while they were watching their bad decision take over. And if your conviction is weak when the Fudsters come out, this can cause some serious emotional trauma. Because unlike them, you do have your hard-earned money on the line. And this concept of conviction is so, so important. You know, the textbook definition of conviction is that it's a firmly held belief or opinion. And the way you get conviction is by being very hands-on, right? You got to actually read the books, not just the headlines. You got to listen to interviews with the founders who are building these projects, not just the journalists reporting on what's happening. You got to make decisions for yourself, not just be copying influencers on YouTube and doing what other people are doing. 
You got to be using these protocols. We talk about that all the time. We don't just stack crypto. We use it. We take self-custody. All of these things that we do, this is what builds up our conviction. This is what builds our shield of conviction against the FUD. And if you've been doing these things and building this conviction, then you know without a doubt what's going on, right? This FUD isn't real. Crypto is the future of money. You've used it and felt it and can tell. And you've compared it to a lifetime of using banks and CFI and these institutions. And you know crypto is so much better. It is 100x better in a lot of ways. And you know DeFi is the future of finance. Crypto is the future of the money itself. This is the investment opportunity of a lifetime. You know that. You've used it. The people who aren't using it, they don't have that conviction. They're just kind of going by what other people say. And when things turn, it's a lot easier for them to say, I told you so. And you need to stay strong when this happens, right? You can never stop learning. And it's easy to kind of stop doing a lot of these conviction-building things when prices are running high. You know, crypto is a fast-paced, evolving ecosystem. And it's bigger than any one person can comprehend. But you can try, Right, This act of kind of riding the wave of innovation and learning and absorbing along the way this whole time is sort of like a workout. It's like exercise. You know, it's exhausting. No one wants to work out every day. Exercising is a lot of work. It's hard. It's exhausting. But you know you should be doing that if you want to stay strong. you got to work that muscle. And building conviction is sort of like an exercise for your FUD-busting muscles. That's the way I think about it. And the stronger your conviction the easier it is to break through the FUD when it comes. But you got to keep working this FUD-busting muscle, this conviction that you're building. It's what prevents you from doing something stupid in the heat of the moment when things turn and you panic and people are in your ear. If you don't have that conviction, it's really easy to do something stupid, like selling at the bottom, for example. So where do we go from here, right? This is the big question. You know, there's a lot of news around the global economy and interest rates and inflation, Honestly, things that I can't claim to know a whole lot about. But what I can say is that it's been pretty odd that the markets have been smashing all-time highs throughout this entire pandemic, right? It doesn't feel right. I know we all probably can agree that it's a bit unnatural of a reaction to this pandemic for things to be smashing all-time highs. But that's, that's what's been happening. But the bigger the crypto market grows and the more mainstream it becomes the more this sort of mainstream economy influence is going to start influencing crypto land as well. And it's annoying too because, you know, one of the main drivers of crypto is this belief that it's a hedge against the evil fiat empire, right? As the empire crumbles, Bitcoin is the future that we're going to be building this foundation on. But when they're all correlated like this, it makes you question it. It sucks, And I think the thing about that is that like the timing isn't just the timing that you expect it to be. You expect one to fall while the other rises, but that's not necessarily how it's going to turn out. Maybe everything crashes, but only one builds back. And maybe that's crypto and maybe that's where this comes from. So what to actually practically do when we're going through these cycles like this? It's hard to say, right? Because everyone's kind of in a different place on their journey. You know, I've said before, and I like this idea that the first cycle that you go through in crypto, you lose it all. The second time, you kind of forget to sell. And then the third time, you finally take some profit. And I think that's true. And, it, and I think everyone is on kind of a di- in a different cycle. Maybe they've, you know, have more 
experience investing, even if it is experience in in the stock market, for example, that definitely helps when you're going through your first or second or third cycles in crypto land too. So everyone's kind of on a different place on their journey here, which makes it hard. And this isn't financial advice, but what I can say is kind of what I'm doing right now. Um, you've heard me say that I, I don't want to be holding shit coins when winter comes. One, one way to look at your portfolio is maybe if you're holding some coins right now that if they were to drop another 50%, would you want to buy more of them on that drop or would you just be like depressed and just hold on to them for the rest of eternity while they whittle away to zero? You know, those are the coins you do not want to be having right now, in my opinion. So I like focusing on the blue chips, right? Stacking more Bitcoin, selling some of these shit coins into more ETH, farming my ETH to get more ETH. You know, these are the, I'm really focusing on the blue chips and trying to hedge away from a lot of the shit coins. And trying to hedge away from a lot of the reward tokens that I've been earning while doing my farming. There's also a lot of coins that I've been eyeing for a long time. You know, they were they were going too high. They were they were too expensive for me. At least that's what I thought they were, right? A coin's at ten bucks and it's too expensive, and then it's at a hundred bucks and it's too expensive. Well, maybe those have come down to forty, right? And I've been eyeing it and watching it and wanting to move in and never pulled the trigger. You know, I'm not sure that right now is even the time to be doing that. You don't want to be catching a falling knife, right? Try to catch a falling knife, you might cut your hand worse than you would have cut your foot. And trying to catch a falling knife, it's it's a high-risk, high-reward game. And I'm not here to gamble on these one-off, like in the moment in the heat of the moment things, right? I'm here long thinking long term, building wealth for the long term, using this as my savings and growth. And these little kind of decisions that you make on the fly in between, that's none of them are going to have an impact on that over the long term unless you do something stupid in the heat of the moment. So I try to avoid situations where I might do something stupid. You know, what would I say to someone who has been planning on this, this big blow-off top and they've been wanting to sell that and maybe buy a house or put their kid through college and take that profit and they're trying to time the market? You know, if, the, if you never sold a single penny throughout this whole cycle, like you may have missed it. I'm not saying you missed it, but you may have. Like maybe that was the top, right? Maybe we just kind of hang sideways here for a little bit. Maybe we dip more. Maybe the price doubles tomorrow. I don't know. But if you never took any profit, you should have, right? Like the same way we dollar cost average in, if you plan to sell during this cycle, you should have been dollar cost averaging out into that sale that you wanted to make. And so if this is your first cycle and maybe you've been trying to build a nest egg and build this like build a chunk that you can kind of build a future on and build some wealth, then keep doing it, man. Keep dollar cost averaging. Keep buying the dips. You're in this. If that's your goal, you're in this for the long term. No one came here. I mean, if you came here to make money overnight and think that you were going to get rich in crypto quick, like, I'm sorry, you're sorely mistaken. That's not how it works. That might be what the mainstream media kind of reports on is what happening. what's happening in crypto, But that's not what's happening with the people I know that are succeeding in crypto. They're in this for the long term. They're building this conviction for the long term. And they love when the prices are low because they can buy. And that's the big flippening that happens, right? Is this idea that when the price is down, you buy the dip. You're stoked that it's down because now you get to buy low and you keep buying low. That's the real flip that needs to happen in your brain. And that's what building conviction can do. So I'm really bullish here. I, I honestly am. But I'm also cautious here. You know, I'm bullish for the long term. I'm maybe a little bearish in the in the short term. Anything can happen here. Things are volatile. 
And when things are volatile, you need them to be volatile. If you want Bitcoin to go to 100K or 400K, it's got to be volatile as hell, right? So volatility is your friend in a lot of ways. It just sucks when it's going against you. So I'm cautious here, but I'm bullish. And it does suck that our portfolios took a hit. Like that obviously sucks. But my conviction is strong. So what's going to enable me to keep buying these dips when all the weak hands kind of disappear and all the fudsters move on and then everyone forgets about crypto, I'm going to be here buying those dips and farming my my coins and borrowing against my assets to leverage into buying more of them and keep the snowball farming concept that I talked about a couple episodes ago, right? I'm going to keep growing. And when I look back at what's really worked for me, it was all of these big purchases, these big dips that I bought through the winters, through the times when everyone else was leaving. Those were the big purchases. Like my stack is from that. Like everything I have is from these winters. So winters are awesome, right? So I know it's easy to let this sort of negativity overwhelm you when prices are down, but try to zoom out, pull up the chart, put up the month, the monthly view, zoom out to the 10-year chart of, of crypto and look and see where we are and really remember that a one month, you know, retrace is not a big deal in the grand scheme of things. And you got to stay strong, build that conviction, build those flood busting muscles and buy those dips so you can come out the other end stronger than ever. sure to hit up bitlift.com slash podcast for links to everything we discussed here today. And if you got any questions or comments, come find me on crypto Twitter and say what up. That's twitter.com slash bitlift, B-I-T-L-I-F-T. And if you're deep down the crypto rabbit hole, come hang out with myself and a few hundred crypto geeks in the bitlift discord at bitlift.com slash discord to connect. The hosts and guests of the BitLift podcast are not registered financial advisors. The thoughts and strategies discussed are simply personal opinions and should not be treated as financial advice or recommendation to make a particular investment. This show is for informational and entertainment purposes only. 